And this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Yes. Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. All right, welcome back to the Golf Preview Podcast on the Pregame Network. I'm your host, Will Doctor. Welcome aboard as we give you all the picks and predictions you need as far as the French Open is concerned as we're a week away from the 44th Ryder Cup matches there in Rome. Uh, you do have a couple other notable golf events outside of the French Open this week. Live Golf will begin the final stretch of their schedule at Rich Harvest Farms in Chicago. Uh, I won't have any tickets for the, the Chicago Live action, but it will be important to monitor how Brooks Kepka plays because as soon as they are done in Chicago on Sunday, he will board a plane and go join the Americans in Rome as he's the solo live player to have made either roster. Now, the other major team event you have going on this week is the Solheim Cup in Spain, which uh, is the Ryder Cup for women's golf. For those that don't know, it'll be the, I think, 18th edition of the event. Um, and, and the Americans are the plus 115 dog to the Europeans. The Americans are 10-7-0 overall in Solheim Cup history, but uh, don't let that fool you because the fact is the Europeans have been on the winning side of each of the last two Solheim Cups. And as much as I love uh, American captain Stacey Lewis, major champion Stacey Lewis, and um, as much as I love the players on her squad this year, like Rose Zhang, uh, Cheyenne Knight, Ali Ewing, Nelly Korda, all phenomenal players, but I really believe that Europe is the more stacked roster when it comes to the Solheim Cup this week. This is a European squad that is being led by the great Suzanne Patterson, um, and she is bringing back a roster uh, chock full of names that absolutely uh, dismantled the Americans at the last two Ryder Cups. Um, I mean, you take a look at some of these European player records, world number four, uh, Celine Boutier, five, one and one career in Solheim Cups. English star Charlie Holes, Solheim Cup records, 11, five and three. Uh, Leona McGuire, who's won multiple times on the LPGA Tour this year. Uh, the young Irish woman, she went four, oh and one um, in her Solheim Cup debut at Inverness. Uh, Georgia Hall, seven, five and one. Anna Nordquist, 14, 10 and three. Caroline Headwall, eight, six and one. I mean, the list goes on. This is a European team um, that is far deeper and far more competitive than the Americans. You know, the United States team best player match play wise is Nelly Nelly Corda. Uh, she has a five, two and one career Solheim Cup record. Um, and after that, you have a ton of American players uh, on Lewis's roster that have losing Solheim Cup records. Megan Kang, Danielle Kang, Lexi Thompson, Ali Ewing, you have four uh star americans on this roster that all have sub 500 solheim cup records so for the first play of the week i've gone ahead and taken team europe at uh plus 115 on DraftKings. i'm on bet online to win the solheim cup and with that said if you missed the europe plus 185 ticket I gave out four weeks ago for the Ryder Cup. You can still find value in Team Europe for the Ryder Cup by parlaying Team Europe for the Solheim Cup and Team Europe for the Ryder Cup. You know, um, 
how it is. I know how it is with all the other sports that you can bet on, you know, another day, another parlay. That's not usually the case with golf, but this will be the first parlay ever given out since I've been aboard on this podcast with you. So I would recommend if you missed the Europe plus 185 ticket for the Ryder Cup, you should go ahead and just parlay Team Europe for the Solheim Cup and Team Europe for the Ryder Cup. Now, I'll spare uh, you the full Ryder Cup spiel until next week. My liking for Team Europe only grew after last week with over half of the European Ryder Cup team finishing in the top 20 at Wentworth uh, for the BMW PGA. I will say that Justin Thomas finishing in the top 10 in Napa is good to see. Um, I ha- I personally have enough sense to know that match play is a totally different animal than stroke play, but the top 10 in Napa uh, will spare us from the noise of the anti-JT talking head crowd on X.com over the next week. And, and like I said, Kepka will go uh, this week at Live Chicago, so that will give us a feel where his game is at. And also, a little more news from the Fortnet. Also, Max Homa finished 7th in Napa. So that is another plus as far as preparations are concerned for the American Ryder Cup team. Uh, We had Homa to win last week, and that looked promising after Homa fired a 66 in the second round. But he just couldn't make enough birdies over the weekend to keep up with Sahit the Gala. Uh, As far as the PGA Tour card for last week, we did come out on top a unit thanks to Brendan Todd's top 10 finish. We had that ticket beat Todd to top 10 at plus 400, so we cashed in there. Um, and how about Sahit Tagala getting his first win at 25 years old? We have you know, been targeting Tagala time and time again over the last two years, and um, it was it was frustrating to not be on Team Tagala uh, as he won his first PGA Tour title in a 74th start. But betting aside, Tagala was absolutely flawless down the stretch. You know, 267, 21 under was his final score. Uh, and that ties the tournament low since the event moved to Silverado in 2014. So, um, you know, that goes to show how dominant the gala was last week. You all got to know him a lot better when he was featured um, in Netflix full swing. And if you watch that and watched uh, the tour week to week over the past couple seasons, you'll see that uh, the gala has a, a huge support system out there. That's very, pivotal for his success. His dad, Murley, is probably one of the best dads on the PGA Tour. He's out there week to week rooting Sahithon with nothing but positive energy. He He's a gym and Sahith, um, you know, Sahith himself, he's one of the most enjoyable personalities on the PGA Tour. And you see where he gets that from when you're watching his dad, Murley, root him on week to week. It's impossible to not like Sahith the Gala and while he missed the Ryder Cup bid boat by about a month, uh, you'll see him on future Ryder Cup and President's Cup teams. There's no doubt about it. He'll definitely make a case for Jim Furyk's American team for the 2024 President's Cup, which will take place um, at Royal Montreal up in Quebec. All right, let's get you some picks for the French Open, uh, which will take place at Le Golf National in Paris the same golf course that hosted the 2018 Ryder Cup. And that was a Ryder Cup where the Americans, or I'm sorry, the Europeans absolutely smoked the Americans. And that was a European team fueled by the dominance of Tommy Fleetwood 
and Francesco Molinari, which uh, is not really relevant information for you this week, con- considering neither one of them uh, will, will peg it this week. Fleetwood will play on the European team next week, and Molinari will be a vice captain along with his brother Eduardo. Uh, but the bottom line is, this is one of the best golf courses on the European schedule. It it hosted the it's it's hosted the French Open since 1991. I believe it's the longest uh, course to to hold the National Open. Um, on the European tour schedule. It's a nice mix. The uh, National is a nice mix of Lynx golf, uh, but also has that modern feel to it with water guarding a good portion of these fairways and greens. And this is also a golf course that will host uh, golf at the 2024 Summer Olympics, which is a little less than a year away now. Uh, so we'll we'll revisit this golf course here in about 10 months' time. Uh, the order of play today, we'll be discussing the top five odds favorites. I'll give you a matchup and a pick to place. Then we'll get to the outright winner for the French Open. We'll do a sleeper and a scoring prediction. And then we'll round things out with a dpworldtour.com fantasy lineup, a first round leader, and a best bet. All right, we start here with Tom Kim at 11 to 1 on bet 365. Kim was... You know, very solid again from T to Green last week at the BMW PGA. He finished 18th in what was his uh, third top 20 finish in a row. We had the tank engine to top 10 last week. He came up a couple putts short, but nonetheless, he'll take the top 20 finish. And once again, it's extremely rare. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, a couple players today that do this. It's extremely rare that you find a star player on the PGA Tour that holds status on both the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. But Tom Kim has shown very early on that he loves playing all over the world. And this has allowed him to show off how versatile uh, his game is uh, with the success that he's had on on Link-style golf courses. We saw that earlier this year with his second-place finish at Liverpool. Um, I do think the 11-1 to number on Tom Kim is correct. He's not my winner this week, uh, but we'll have a couple tickets on him. The matchups are overpriced. The bottom line is I will be on Tom Kim to top 10 at plus 150 on bet 365. And and I'll have one more ticket for you on him a little bit later on. For now, we move to Minwoo Lee at 12 to 1 on bet 365, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Bet Online. Uh, you got to know Minwoo Lee and his impressive game a lot better this year as he was right in the mix at both the Players and the U.S. Open, six at the Players, fifth at the U.S. Open. You know, he's another 20-some-year-old who, you know, maintained status on both the DP World Tour and PGA Tour. Now, not to discredit the fact that Minwoo's finished 15th or better in his last two events, but he has lost shots to the field with his iron play in three of his last four events, so I'm out on Minwoo Lee this week. We move to Ryan Fox at 16 to 1 on Bet365 and MGM. And Fox was the winner last week at the BMW PGA at Wentworth. That was the Kiwi second Euro Tour win of the season as he got his first at the very beginning of the year at the Alfred Dunhill Links, another elite DP World Tour event that takes place at uh, at Kings Barn and Carnoustie and, and St. Andrews. Uh, they host the 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 Dunhill at three different courses, um, all incredible uh, courses around that Fife area in Scotland. But I digress. 
Fox, a 36-year-old who you know has really emerged as a late bloomer across the pond. He now six he now sits um he sits third on the DP World Tour standings, which pretty much guarantees his PGA Tour card for next year because now in case you haven't heard with the new partnership between the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour, those who finish in the top 10 at year's end on the DP World Tour money list will receive PGA Tour cards. So Fox is in great shape as far as planning a PGA Tour schedule next year is concerned. This is a guy who has a very unorthodox golf swing. You know, at 5'10", 216, he's not the most intimidating golfer on the planet. But Ryan Fox has shown over the last year that he can compete against the the best players in the world. The, the BMW PGA had a, you know, Euro Ryder Cup strutted field. And, you know, Ryan Fox even proved himself um, at the majors and at the elevated events this year on the PGA Tour. 14th at Bay Hill, 26th at the Masters, 23rd at the PGA, and 12th at the Scottish. So he has what it takes to play with the best. You'll see him in the Masters again next year. That was confirmed after his win at Wentworth. Uh, But now let's talk about how I feel about Ryan Fox this week. He's been solid in two of his four appearances at La National over the years, sixth in 2017, 18th in 2019. The issue with Fox this week is that when you look back at the way he's played the week after his professional victories, there's a little bit of a hangover effect when it comes to Ryan Fox the week after a big dub. I'm not saying that you know he goes on a bender or anything. Ryan Fox, um, happily married family man, but there is a huge mental and physical toll uh, that comes after winning a 72-hole golf tournament. And, and that toll seems to have an impact on Ryan Fox's golf game. So it's a pass on the Kiwi this week, uh, just a week after his win at the BMW PGA. We move to Aaron Rye. At 16 to 1 on Bet365, DraftKings, Bavada, Bet Online, and MGM. Uh, Aaron Rye, uh, you know, another dual PGA Tour DP World Tour member. He finished 70th on the PGA Tour money list this year, so he will retain his card for next season. And he's 54th on uh, the DP World Tour uh, money list. He would probably like to improve on that considering he is from England. Um, that, that, that is his home tour. Um, and, and Rye finally found something in his game last week at Wentworth. Maybe, um, it was just the home cooking, but that third place finish at the BMW PGA was handy considering, um, he hadn't finished better than 39th in his three previous starts. Um, and his stats at Wentworth across the board were very solid, but the thing that scares me with Rye this week is the fact that he hasn't had a lick of success around the national. He's played this event twice and he's missed the cut both times. Now, to be fair, he played this event back in 2018 and 2019. There's no denying that Aaron Rye has progressed since then. He wasn't a member of the PGA tour. Then he is now. So that is saying something about the progress that he has made since 2019. But at the same time, we've come to know Rye as one of these venue-specific players. He's kind of the modern-day Charles Howell or or Luke Donald. And bottom line is I'm not comfortable taking Rye around a golf course where he hasn't had any success. So we're a pass on Aaron Rye this week. We're on to uh, – now, there are a couple players in between Aaron Rye and Billy Horschel, but I want to make a point to discuss Billy Horschel on this odds list 
So he'll be the final player that we discuss here um, on the odds list. And that's uh, it's Billy Horschel, 25 to one on bet online. Um, he's probably the most interesting player in this golf tournament is probably a name that, you know, best competing this week at Lynn national in the last two years um, have been a, a roller coaster ride for Horschel, you know, 2021, 20, 22, you look back on last season, he wins the WGC Dell match play and the Memorial. It seemed like he was trending towards maybe starting to contend in some majors at 35 years old. He made the last president's cup team and was an asset to team USA. But, you know, this year, 2023 has not been one to remember for the most part. He did not finish, um, you know, Horschel did not finish better than 43rd in any major this year. And he closed out this season after the Wyndham, uh, ranking 92nd on the FedEx Cup standing. So this will not be a season to remember for Horschel. It is important to recognize that he finished fourth um, at his last PGA Tour event of the year at the Wyndham before missing the playoffs. That was three starts ago for him. Um, he went on, you know, after the Wyndham, he he crossed the pond to to resume his DP World Tour season. He finished 45th at the Irish Open and then came back last week and finished 18th at Wentworth. So there have been promising moments for uh, Horschel over the last two weeks. And with that being said, I'll begin the matchups with Billy Horschel over Yannick Paul at minus 120 on Pinnacle Sportsbook. I like this matchup uh, for Horschel against a guy in Yannick Paul who has not finished better than 45th in his last two starts in the DP World Tour. Paul's putting was absolutely disastrous at the K-Club in last week at Wentworth. And I think Horschel is, is just trending in the right direction. Uh, yes, 92nd on the FedEx Cup point standings at the end of the PGA Tour season. But after what I saw from... Uh, at Wentworth last week. I think Horschel is going to redeem himself with four or five good weeks to close out this European season. So matchup number one will be Billy Horschel over Yannick Paul at minus 120 on Pinnacle Sportsbook. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it and it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped aboard as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, 
B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support. Vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com SOV. That's drinkag1.com SOV. Check it out. All right, folks, let me tell you about a deal over at pregame.com where $10 gets you $50 in bulk dollars. This is 400% bonus on your money, the biggest percentage bonus that pregame has ever given out. Here's how it works. Bulk dollars can be used in any increments. After purchase, your $50 in bulk dollars becomes available immediately, and they never expire. With the majority of daily packages priced at $25 or less, you basically get two daily packages for only $10. Your bulk dollar spends just like cash, waiting in your shopping cart to be applied to any and all future purchases. Buy bulk dollars and never pay full price again. But don't wait because this is a limited time offer. Going to expire any day now. So go get on it. Act now. Take advantage of the $10 that gets you $50 in pregame bulk dollars. This is the best offer that pregame's ever offered, and we only allow one purchase per customer. All right, back to the goal. All right, let's move to the picks to place for the French Open. Uh, number one, I already gave to you Tom Kim to top 10 at plus 150 on bet 365. Number two is going to be Thomas Dietry to top 20 at plus 115, also on bet 365. And throw Thomas Dietry on that list of impressive players who hold status on both the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. The Belgian sensation has enjoyed a ton of success on the golf course in his 30th year on the planet. And, you know, when Dietry finished 13th at the Open this year at Liverpool, I thought that Luke Donald may give one of his captain's picks to Dietrich. That was not the case, and he'll have to wait another two years for his first Ryder Cup bid. But you get the sense that over the last month or so, Dietrich has really been on top of his game with three top 25s over his last five starts. And to put the icing on the cake, Dietrich has played La National beautifully over the years with three top 25s and four starts at the French Open, including finishing tied for Wraith last year. So... I think this is a great pick to place considering recent play and past performance on this golf course. It's Thomas Dietrich to top 20 at plus 115 on bet 365. On to the two outrights for the French Open. Number one is going to be Alexander Bjork at 20 to 1 to win on Caesars. And Bjork, in my opinion, has had the best season of anyone without a win on the DP World Tour. He's accumulated eight top 10 finishes this year, including a second place finish at the Omega Masters two weeks ago. Bjork is never going to beat anyone with his distance, but he has pinpoint accuracy with, um, with his irons and rolls it incredibly well on the greens. He's currently number seven on the DP World Tour money list, barely hanging on inside that top 10 number that would punch him a card. 
to the PGA Tour next season. But I think Le National is where he could really solidify himself among the top 10 players in Europe this year because, um, you know, in three starts at the French Open career-wise, Bjork has finished third, eighth, and 20th. So he knows and he loves this golf course. So my French Open, uh, my first French Open winner uh, will be the Swede Alexander Bjork to top, uh, at 20 to 1 to win on Caesars. And my second outright will be Billy Horschel at 25 to 1 on Bet Online. And this is strictly a numbers play. Billy Horschel to win this week, strictly a numbers play. I can't pass on a former FedEx Cup champion in Billy Horschel when he's priced at 25 to 1 in a weak DP World Tour field. Uh, you know, especially coming off some good play over the last three weeks. So for outright number two, it's going to be Billy Horschel at 25 to 1 on Bet Online. We move to the sleeper for this week for the action at La National. It's going to be Connor Syme at uh, to top 10 at plus 500 on Bet Online. And Syme has not done a thing in either of his two starts at the French Open. He missed the cut in 2018 and he missed the cut last year. But 2023 has been a totally different story for the 28-year-old out of Scotland, especially as of late as he finished in the top 10 in each of his last four starts heading into the French Open. Syme can you know struggle with the putter at times, but over the last three weeks, his putting numbers are on a solid upward trend. And when the putter gets going for Syme, it complements his immaculate iron play in long game very nicely. So the sleeper pick of the week for the French Open, it's going to be Connor Syme out of Scotland to top 10 at plus 500 on Bet Online. Let's get you um, a lineup to uh, compete on the DP World Tours Fantasy League, um, which is on their website. Remember, for the DP World Tour Fantasy, it's six players with no budget. So here we go. Number one will be Billy Horschel. Uh, number one will be my uh, my first outright of the week, Alexander Bjork. Number three will be Thomas Dietrich. Number four will be the Japanese wonder, uh, Rakuya Hoshino, who is coming off back-to-back top 10 finishes at the Irish Open and the BMW PGA. Our, our number five on our lineup will be Connor Syme, um, who is our sleeper. And then number six in the caboose this week will be another Scott and Richie Ramsey, who has two top five finishes over his many starts at the French Open. Uh, so the lineup will be Billy Horschel, Alexander Bjork, Thomas Dietrich, Rakuya Hashino, uh, Connor Syme, and Richie Ramsey. Uh, for the scoring prediction this week for the action in Paris, you could see... Some inclement weather in the area, uh, especially on Thursday for that opening round. There's about a 90% chance of showers. Uh, The temperatures are going to be brisk. Highs of 65, lows in the high 40s. Scores have really varied at La National over the years based on weather. We've seen 17 under win it. We've seen 7 under win it. With the rain in the forecast and the cold weather on the horizon for Paris, my winning scoring prediction will be 11 under par for the French Open. Uh, next, let's do a first-round leader. Uh, Tom Kim at 28-1 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook will be my first-round leader. Um, this is you know, a, a, you know, a two-time PGA Tour winner that has really been surging over the last three weeks. 
you know, Kim was ranked 53rd on the PGA Tour in first-round scoring average, but that 70.17 first-round average number for Kim slowly improved as the season went on. I actually think he's a better opening-round player than the number actually says. So my first-round leader for this week would be Tom Kim at 28-1 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, finally, my best bet for this week, we've already discussed this name. It's going to be Alexander Bjork. Uh, to top 20 at plus 115 on bet online. And in case you missed my reasoning on why I like Bjork this week, you can back up and find that in the outright pick section. That will do it for the French Open preview here on the pregame network. I'm your host, Will Doctor. For any questions, you can find me on Twitter at drmedia59. And we'll talk next week ahead of the Ryder Cup in Rome.